Hey, welcome to the Renewing the Mind What's podcast. Up? I'm your host, Tyler Sanchez. Joined with me, my dad, Dr. Raul Sanchez. How you doing, dad? I'm feeling amazing, man. Like back in the day, NDSU, we had a saying, those who stay will play. Those who play will be champions. Once a champion, always a champion. There she is right there, baby. Check her out. And there's the ring kiss. Hey, on this podcast, we teach you how to renew your perspective, move towards uncertainty, and find what's awesome about that in every situation. And never forget it. There's two times to be great when you feel like it and when you don't. Yes, sir. Today's podcast, um, if you're watching this on YouTube live or watching it back, please give us a thumbs up, subscribe to the channel, and ring that bell. If you're listening to the podcast anywhere you consume audio podcasts, please give us a review. Today we're talking about the part two in LEAP. LEAP. And training LEAP, parents. LEAP stands for Lifestyle Enhancement for ADHD Parent Training. Okay. Last week we talked about physical activity, getting outside, getting them to learn and train. Yes. Um, so click the screen. You'll see the little thing on the, on the watch back that will pop up. And uh, you can go back and watch that episode. If not, join us today. We're talking about sleep. The yes. second part in our three-part series. And uh, I know as an adult, sleep affects my behavior, yes. my patience, my the way I get aggravated or annoyed. Um, and then we also see it in my kids yes. and how they respond. So it's a huge part of not only our mental health, but our physical health. So today you're going to give us some practical yeah. steps. And, and that's why people always say like, man, you got up on the wrong side of the bed because like you just woke up grouchy. Right. Yeah. Right. So the first so, thing, take, take it away. The first thing I'll say is uh, you can you can research all this stuff literally and print it uh, on sleepfoundation.org backslash mental health dash ADHD. Sleepfoundation.org backslash mental health dash ADHD. And there's literally like probably seven to nine pages of stuff you can print out, which gives you like steps of like the most best programs at work or stuff like this. And you can get tons of ideas. And the number one thing I want you to think about is every kid's a little different, but predominantly the framework and the program is going to be the same for all of us. Um, so, all right, number one, like why sleep? Why, why, why would sleep be one of the top three behaviors that, you know, psychologists are working on helping parents to train their children? The number one issue is sleep deprivation represents the number one reason that mimics ADHD. So I've been practicing, you know, for 24 years. And when a kid comes in with an ADHD evaluation, one of the very first things we look at is we rule out a head injury, uh, you know, brain trauma, and then we rule out sleep deprivation. And then from there we move into, so learning disabilities and testing. So I want you to think about, you know, sleep deprivation is making a kid completely look ADHD. And that's why it's so important. And obviously um, kids who have ADHD and have poor sleep, they're even worse. Um, and so, and that's true for all of us for the purposes of this article, that I'm training on our, our three-part series. We're predominantly focused on ADHD kids because they tend to have the most sleep deprivation anyways because they're so hyper and they can't settle. Um, they can't shut their brains down. So that's why we're starting with them, that population in particular. But I promise you, it generalizes to, to all of us, okay? So let, let's just jump in. So the first issue um, I wanna focus on is the idea of a sleep schedule. And the sleep schedule is the number one thing I want you to prioritize. So we want to prioritize two things. Number one, we want to prioritize the bedtime time frame. And I want you to think about one hour. But obviously, if you can break that window down into 15 minutes, even better. And also a morning routine or the morning time that you wake up, I mean, the morning frame. So, for example, let's just say uh, since it's summer, your kids are going to bed between 9 and 9.30. That's a 30-minute window. So every single day, your window is we're shooting for nine, 
but we have to make it within that window of 9.30. And the reason is, if you're a 15-minute increment, like from 9 to 9.15, your brain knows no difference. 30 minutes, 20 minutes is kind of rough. You know, it's, it'll be okay. It's just roughly like the brain knows a little bit. But if you miss by an hour or two, it's literally like you just had jet lag. Think about it. We go into a time zone. It's an hour off and people get headaches. So what if you go two hours or three hours in your jet lag? Do you get what I'm saying? That sleep is that important. So step one, your very first thing is you have to prioritize your absolute sleep framework. So within 30 minute window for kids on when we go to bed and every single day we wake up. So I know that's hard because like sometimes when I'm on fire or whatever, like I'm really cruising, um, you know, I'm hitting goals or whatever, whatever it may be. We will go on vacation and I'll still wake up my normal time. And then there's other times I'm like just up and down to kind of in just maybe I'm trying to schedule something different. I'll sleep in at the hotel. My, my wife will laugh at it and she'll say, oh, you're getting up at 5 a.m. tomorrow? Ha, ha, ha. And she starts laughing and it becomes a joke. Right. But I do wake up and I feel more groggy and it's just because your routine's off, okay? So that's how important that is. Um, now, I want you to think about uh, with that routine, that sleep schedule, the number one thing that knocks you off that sleep schedule would be traveling, vacation, summer, and then the other one is people nap. So if you're going to nap, only nap maybe 20 minutes. My wife can do a 20-minute cat nap. I can't. If I sleep for 20 minutes, I'm mad that you didn't let me sleep two hours. So I'll just have to keep going all day kind of a thing. I try, and it just doesn't work for me. So the number one thing we're working on is sleep structure, and that's prioritizing your sleep framework. And that means set a hard time at bedtime, a hard time when you wake up in the morning, and stick to that routine because the number two thing we're going to work on is I want you to have a nightly sleep plan to create your behavioral habit. And so what we're talking about here is the behavioral habit. This is something I want you to think about is your pre-sleep plan is what helps your body to know that sleep is coming. So, you know, you guys know the classical conditioning thing with, it was, it was found by happenstance. Like, you know, um, Pavlov is credited with classical conditioning. He goes in to feed these dogs that they're using like for, for experiments. And be, when he opens the door, red light comes on. And then he pours food in the dish. So pretty soon when they came in, they, want, they asked the question, like, why are dogs salivating and why they know food's coming? They figured out that the red light signaled that food's coming. So the body begins to then adapt to that? The body begins to adapt to that. So as we move in now to the pre-sleep routine, I want you to pay attention to let's make this a habit for your kids. Now, let's just go off, go off track for a second. If you're the kind of family that just kind of goes like whatever deals, like kids can fall asleep on the couch and this kid can fall asleep while he's playing Xbox and this kid falls asleep in bed with the TV and he just like zones out and just crashes in his bed. The kids are not having any sort of habit whatsoever. So if they ever come off that plan, they have no idea what works. So we're launching those kids into, let's say, college, and there's no parent you know, uh, guardrails helping them, and they're literally going to continue to experiment until they just make themselves sick because they're not holding anything constant. The only way you know something works is we hold one thing constant and we mix something up. So black coffee, I add honey to it. If I only just add honey to it, I can put honey in, honey out. I can mess with it. I'll know within a couple of days if I like black coffee and honey. What if that honey is one of seven ingredients? I'll never know because I'll take off honey one day. I take out cream one day. I take out all this other stuff. I just screw, I just like, screw it. I'm done. I'm going to give up. And that's what happens to people with sleep. And I, I know it's weird, but people drop out of college because they can't manage their sleep schedule. So now let's get back on track. I want you to think about what we can do for kids. And there's, there's basically like a three, two, one rule. So what they say is three hours before bed, um, no stimulation, which is really kind of hard, right? So that's kind of a, yeah, it's an okay rule because sometimes, you know, we go on a bike ride or sometimes, you know, we're playing games and stuff. So uh, that's, that's hit or miss. It depends on the kid. 
but these next two are hard and fast. Like number two, two hours before bedtime, no food. Okay. Because this is part of your pre-plan, you know, um, schedule. And then the number, number one would be one hour before bedtime. There's no screen time, no electronics. And then you're going to dim the headlights. So it looks really weird because I run around the house and I shut off all the headlights, you know, uh, overhead lights and we run around the house for an hour. Headlights. You run out to turn your car headlights off. <laughs> uh, what I'm overhead, yeah, overhead lights, overhead lights. Yeah. Like room good, lights. Good catch. Yeah, yeah. Room lights. Yeah. So we turn off the, yeah, it's funny. Headlights. We turn off the overhead lights. Yep. Okay. Uh, and then we just leave lamps on all day because the lamps are kind of under your eyes. It doesn't mimic sunlight as the sunlight, like the 45 degree angle or where that's going to be. The overhead light will mimic more sunlight and especially the okay. screens. Okay. Um, most right. people know the screen time. Yeah. The, so. the lights around the house is not usually a normal thing. Yeah. I mean, people kind of do that just naturally. Yeah. It kind of, you know, when you're done with the kitchen, turn the kitchen off, yep. the dining room, turn it off. But yep. to be strategic about, you know, intentional about doing that is probably another thing. Yeah. And, and, uh, it's funny because if you think about, uh, we started this in Iowa city. So it was like, you know, the whole idea about our living legacy is like, as soon as I learned it, I teach as fast as we can. Right. So in Iowa city, we had that sign that says kitchens closed. Yeah. You, yeah. And then we adapt that sign into, you know, our kids like kitchens closed, like, Hey, I'm hungry. Hey, sorry. Kitchens closed. That already signals bedtime's coming. Okay, then your next step is you run around the house, you shut off all the overhead lights, and the house is kind of run by lamps. So that all, all those processes are telling your body to start naturally producing like melatonin, right? Yes. So that you can fall That's asleep. correct. Yeah, and just, just think about it. Like before we speak, your hands get nervous. You don't have to say, oh my gosh, I'm going to speak in an hour. You're just like, man, why are my hands sweating? Yeah, you just know it. Your body knows, process, right? Yeah. So remember, your body's an organism, and it's always picking up this data. Sure. Okay, so then the next piece I want you to think about, so... Um, the zero, so three, two, one, zero now is now we're going to move into the calming process. And the calming process is literally, I want you to think about three to six steps where I'm trying to put each kid at very calm behavior. And so that's going to look a little different for everybody, but I want you to think about the first thing is tag team is allowed. So if we pick up Tyler and Alicia, they got three kids, there's two of them. So they're going to have to tag team a little bit. One's going to take the baby. The other one's going to take the kids that are a little bit older or vice versa, that kind yep. of a thing. You know, when we try that, I know the boys would always t say to me, like, uh, you don't do tuck in like mom does. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. Because she would literally stick the blanket, yep. tuck yep. under their butt cheeks or something. And yep. I'd just be like, fold it up to their arms. Like, yeah. you know. So that's going to ebb and flow a little bit. But, okay, so if, if we take a look at what we're going to do. So I want you to think about, okay, so three hours, no activity. Two hours, uh, no food. One hour, we're dimming the lights. As, as soon as you can, as soon as you want to, in that last one hour, this is where we're going to start our calming process. The calming process is could be up to six steps, and that's going to depend on your family. But I just wrote some down that I just kind of help people start with. I just call this like a skeleton plan. And the skeleton plan is, okay, number one, so let's say it's right at an hour. We have an hour before bedtime. Number one, we're going to start planning for prep tomorrow. That could be making your lunches. Like uh, if it's our kids, it's like, mom, what's on the school lunch? So you take a look at the the fridge and then we decide if we're doing cold lunch and that kind of a thing. Yep. Cold then lunch, we, hot lunch. then we move in and we start getting the backpack ready. Like, do you have volleyball tomorrow? Okay. Is it football day tomorrow? Like is it a day is it B day? You start to plan. Okay. Let's just, and then you start to move into bath, brush your teeth, nighttime hygiene. You take that. Let's say that takes you 30 minutes. So now you're under your final 30 minutes. Now the final 30 minutes, um, this is kind of a little bit skeptical. It depends on who you are, but uh, as a family, but I like to push into the bedrooms because then you're into the bedrooms with the nightlight. 
and the kids are in bed and then you do a nighttime story or if you have a rocking chair or something you cruise into let's say the bedroom and then you've got like um let's say sandbags or beanbags not sandbags bean big old beanbags in the room and then you're everyone's just kind of chilling and just relaxing so that last 30 minutes that's the most relaxing activity so obviously tickling playing ninja fighting that kind of stuff exciting kids that's not really going to work very well um, this is a whole nother process, but like our kids used to play the dark game because they're afraid of the dark. We would do that like an hour before bed because I tried to get them hyped up a little bit, not afraid of the dark. And then we would start the, the nighttime routine. Yeah. You can't do that like right before bed because they're going to bed with all this adrenaline. Yeah. I always get in trouble with that. It's like, it's nighttime and start chasing around the house. And Lucy's <laughs> like, you're going to get them all riled up. I'm like, no, <laughs> the common thing is like, you know, we're exerting as much energy as possible so that they could fall asleep faster. That's kind of the misconception. It's kind of, mis yeah. And so, you know, yep. I always do that and get them in trouble or like Milana, her favorite thing now to do, I just told you is like to run away. So anytime we got to put socks or shoes or clothes on her, she just takes off. Yeah. So as soon as we say brush your teeth, she likes doing that. So she'll run in there. But then as soon as we start talking night, night. Well, the other night you were on the phone with her yeah. FaceTime and I was saying night, night. And she's going, no, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah, no. She already knows. Yeah. So she starts running. So I think it's funny. So I start chasing yeah. her and say night, night. She's like, no, running around yes. the island in the kitchen. Yeah. Which, you know, defeats her purpose. Yeah. And the, the reason is because like, you know, they're tired and they sit down they, they physically they're kind of exhausted, but their head is spinning so fast. They have all these ideas flourishing. It'll be hard for them to sleep. And then their imagination's on. So they look around the room and they see things that look like ghosts yeah, or something, yeah, you know? Yeah. Um, now if we back that up, let's say you, you, you chase, you know, chase the Milana around the house at an hour before bed. That's fine. Cause she has plenty of time to settle down. back down. Sure. Yeah. So that first 30 minutes into, so, okay. So let's look at you guys, three kids, two parents, you guys split up. So let's say Alicia starts moving in and starts doing nighttime prep, making lunches, packing backpacks, and you're kind of messing around with the kids that first 30 minutes. That could be okay. Yep. Um, it's not necessarily considered calming, but you're still giving them some attention. You're still kind of just like making it. So once they start to play that game, they know the bedtime's coming. So for us personally, the, the calming sensation, um, oops, the it, it, nighttime for young families, is, I to speak for myself and for people I know is, is usually the most stressful time. It is. It's, it's just like, get to bed, brush your teeth. And I yes. go in there and they're not brushing their teeth and they say they're brushing their teeth and they're not. And they're in there for 20 minutes, they're playing with the water. It's like, yes, it's, it's rare. Is it like, everyone's calm lights are dim we're talking about you know it's like it's not that it's usually like ah right. get in bed screaming you know right. and then i want to go to bed and i'm like lay in bed and we close the door and we're like both just fall on the couch and yes five minutes later eliza comes down yeah so like, like, like i told you to stay in bed yes no and it's so and, and this is this is the common mistake number one parents leave such a small window so i'm looking i'm like oh it's you know it's 8 50 the yep. kids and then so now there's all this always adrenaline and hype yep. get to bed now and then all of a sudden you're exciting the kids and that's not good and then yeah. the kids crying and then you, you're you know adults are fighting that so that's number one the second one is we just assume kids will hit the pillow and be so exhausted and sleep they don't as soon as you start there's like giving me bedtime story and they're like why do clouds exist yep. and so their their brains just don't shut off like ours because we're exhausted mentally and physically yeah um so the whole process is to get their behavior. So like, okay, as soon as you start chasing Milana around, right, she knows. Or let's say we're a family who doesn't plan for us. Let's say we give baths first, then we come and plan in the kitchen or something. As soon as you give that bath, everyone knows the next six steps are coming and it's going to end in sleep. We have moved bath, like before we knew all this, we have moved bath time like earlier, like around, like right after dinner or something, yeah. like 6.30 or 7. So then they got about 45 minutes to calm and chill. And that's yeah. been better than trying to do bath brush teeth and go straight to bed because that's always yes. the girls don't like their hair to be combed they're screaming you're pulling my hair it's just yeah. like 
So we can kind of do all that and we sit on the couch and usually chill for a little bit. Yeah, that's Watch correct. a barbecue showdown or something. Yeah, yeah, and, and that could be part of your planning. And again, up, up at the front end, we don't want the screens too close to that. But let's just say if, yeah, you, that's our, if we, you we do that bad. If you if you finish with the showdown like with an hour to go, mm. and then you could do it that way. Usually we end the episode, turn it off, and then get to bed. Yeah, and I that's mean, a... yeah, your girls have each other, so that's probably helping them sleep. But we still don't want to stimulate the mind that way because we yeah. want we want the and here and here's the concept. They go to bed thinking about roasting a whole pig or something. Yeah, and here's the concept. So like, okay, what if you say, man, I we really have 15 minutes. The concept is this: if your kids go to bed and they're eating their body is still working on digestion, so sleep's off. And we've talked about this before, but if you miss that first hour of sleep, that's when the human growth hormone puts in, that's when testosterone, estrogen comes in, that's when your brain actually doses what you need for the night to rebuild. So if you miss that, think, think about this as a teacher, you taught this last year, on those uh, late, late starts of school, yeah. you're trying to cram all those steps into two hours. I never understood that as, as, just as a kid, but you show up and you're like, why don't we just start with period three? Why do we do every single period of 20 minutes a piece and everyone's just rolling around crazy? Mm -hmm. And the idea is because they have to meet so many days, right? Yeah. Like state requirements. But that it's just like just chicken with their head cut off running around. Yeah, everyone. Yeah, you get it. They're all class. out of their routines. They're out of their routine. You can't even teach anything because you're trying to cram something in and people are talking. Yeah. It's, just, it's really kind of dumb. It, it, we, we structure things based on what the requirement or prerequisite is for the objective. We don't, don't structure things for, for what's best for the brain, yep. right? So this is what's best for the brain. So we have an hour, we plan, prep for tomorrow, we take baths, we do teeth and hygiene. And then number three, moving into that, we read or Bible stories or something kind of calming. Um, when the boys were little, we used to do um, Adventures in Odyssey, which is a, which is an audio book story. We do that like 30 minutes before bed. So as we're moving in closer, yep. uh, you can do calming music which it starts to relax them. And then uh, that, the, the last two I have down here, number, the, number five, is if we're moving into six steps. Um, number five would be like relaxing with pets, uh, petting pets. Pets are very, very calming. And then number six would be like you're in bed now, you're tucking in, you're doing prayers, and some kids like a back rub just to kind of like settle them down. Yep. So as you move toward more active down to most relaxing, those are six steps. And again, it's three steps to six steps, but the more steps you have, and you lock that in as a habit, the second you start step one, they know that step seven, I'm, I'm lights the out. Yeah, yep. and, it, and sleep becomes such a habit, it's so easy. The, the most, um, the biggest error I see with families, and I, you know, I am who I am, so I'm saying, hey, take it or leave it, but I'm gonna tell you the truth. The data on kids who have TVs in their room is terrible. So I'm gonna say that again, the data on kids who have TVs in their room is terrible, and it goes worse from there. What if you have a gaming system? So the kid can't sleep. He wakes up and he just puts mute and he turns it on. Uh, you'd be amazed at how many famous I work with where, you know, somebody gets up to go potty and they just like see flashing lights in the kid's bedroom and creak in there and the kid's trying to sleep, but the TV's still on. <laughs> Hurry, mom's coming. Uh, yeah. And I was like, hey, why is your Xbox on? Oh, I have no idea, you know. And it's just, it's just so enticing. Like I, I just tell people all the time, and I would have been, I would have been, man, I got spanked enough as it was, but I probably wouldn't be able to sit down if I had Xbox in my room as a kid. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I could I, never have it. Yeah. Even like as a, an adult, like when I, um, working from home, the temptation, cause my edit and mm -hmm. Xbox right there. Yeah. The temptation is just like, just so yeah. I can just turn it on. It is. It, and, and so it's hard for us as adults. Can you imagine kids? Right. Yeah. Today I sent a text, uh, like around three or this afternoon, um, to the guys I play Xbox with. And I was like, anyone want to get on? And a couple said, yeah. I was like, nah, never mind. I should edit. And I just heard it turn my phone off because I knew they were going to text to keep staying on. But yeah, 
that, that, and that's, you know, 35 years old. Imagine a little kid or yes. high schooler. Yeah. High schooler. It, it just becomes so, so crazy. Now, now let's fast forward. Let's, let's say we, it takes us a while. Let's say it takes us six weeks and we narrow down a program where we got our kids like sleep schedule down. Everything we just talked about tonight, you're working on down. It's not perfect by any means, but for your family, it works and everybody hits the pillow when the kids hits the pillow. So, okay, we just went through one through six, right? You finish step six with prayers and a back rub and then you leave. So step seven, they hit the head and the pillow. The, uh, the, the really good sleep, you should be snoring or not. Okay. You shouldn't be snoring. That's not good sleep, but you should be asleep within 15 minutes. Easy. I'm there. Yeah. Right. And, Me and Alicia fight all the time. Cause like when we first got married, she yeah. was like, no way you're sleeping. She would wake me up. I'd be like, what are you doing? No way you fell asleep that fast. Yeah. I do something weird. This is, this has nothing to do with what we're talking about. It's probably not anything scientific, but from the time I, <clears throat> so I get in bed and I plug in my phone and the time I set my phone down, like with my alarm set and stuff, I close my eyes and I, I don't open them ever. Yeah. Like, like I unironically or ironically enough, like I don't even know I did it until I was married. And Alicia said something like, dude, do you see that flashing light or something? Or can you know, do you see that shadow? I'm like, what do you, and then I open my eyes. I'm like, it's that, is this bright in here? Like, what mm -hmm. are we doing? Like, why not? And even to this day, she'll like walk up if I'm like falling asleep and she walks in the room, I don't ever open my eyes until. Yeah. Uh, just on random chance, I might just open them, but I don't know mm -hmm. if that's a scientific thing or not, but it's just. Yeah. Just probably just trying to close light out just to help know. you sleep. It's a wild thing, but yeah, yeah. I, fall, I can fall asleep quick. Yeah, we've always laughed about this too, but for you know, a couple of decades, we were like going to hotels or, or a couple of decades still to this day. Well, when I get mad about light, in the yeah, house, to yeah. this day, <laughs> I'm saying it's been going on. Oh, it's like, been a couple of decades. I thought yeah. you were like back in the day. Yeah, early, I mean, I earlier I read early well, on that this man will sensitivity. he'll put a towel over a microwave, he'll put socks on, he'll unplug everything, yes. zero blue lights. I get uh, I get the corner of a <laughs> of a washcloth in the hotel and I even put it on the the thing the temperature gauge because that's bright blue lights. Yeah, we, towel in the door from the hallway. Yes, people, nope. everything I, absolutely blacked out and then keep it to like sixty six or sixty eight. That's the best part of a hotel. As soon yeah. as you get there, to start cranking that, just thing. knock it out. Right. Okay. Okay. So now let's talk about a sleep routine. Now let's say let's say you do that. Like you got this routine down, and let's say if I scored you, you'd score ninety five percent. Okay, then you still, let's say you come in to see me and you're like, bro, I, 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 everything you've said about on that podcast, we're good. Um, and now I have no idea what to do. Then we'd say this, okay? We'd say, all right, let's get a, a sleep reward program. So basically all you're going to do is you're literally just going to take a calendar. You can print it off Google Docs. It doesn't matter. And you're going to take a calendar and you're just going to put it on the, their bedroom door. And, um, you're going to create a ledger system or legend system. And so like five points, which means they have to make five days out of seven in their bedroom. Uh, they can come out to go pee. They can come out to say, mommy or daddy, I'm scared. And you kiss them and hug them and you tuck them back in. And when you go back to bed, you put them to bed. We're only going to do step six again. We're not going to go through the whole routine. So step six on this one, just because just for the sake of our program, it's a, uh, you know, we tuck them in. We say some prayers and we rub their back. So we're only repeating step six. And yes, a kid can come out multiple times. Uh, as they get older, we give them like, hey, you get two outs before you lose your point. And the concept is this, what, that system just, you know, they come out, you put them in, repeat step six. They come out, you put them in, re-step six, six, and then they go through the rest of the night. If they wake up in their bedroom, they get a point. If they make five days out of seven, they get five points. So at five points, you would just basically say, hey, you get five points and you celebrate, you know. And then you'd look at the little legend system and you'd say, hey, five points equals you get 15 minutes bonus on your, your Xbox. 
uh, or you can get, you know, like, um, uh, you can have a friend come over for dinner this week or something like that. You can get one extra episode on your favorite show. So you can do some things like that. And then the, the next level of reward is six days. So now they made it six out of seven. So, so, um, instead of, um, I'm sorry. So one point would be, uh, so five points at the end of that five, five days. So one, one day is a point. Each point is worth five. So that first level will be 25 points. Okay. Something like that. So five days times five, 25 points. And then they get six days in a row. So you celebrate them and you say, Hey, five times six is 30. You have 30 points now. So now they can spend 25 points and still save five, or they can spend all 30. And then now watch this. If you bank a point, like they say, Hey, uh, dad, I want to bank the 25 points for next week. Okay. Bet. And then I do this. Uh, if they bank it a full week, right. Then we add them a point, which one point turns into 25 or five points, right? So one point is worth five. And so if they bank, if they bank 25, then we give them an extra point, which is five more points. So, okay. They get a point for every week that they bank it. Uh, and then here's what we do to incentivize. So if they make seven out of seven, we automatically give them 10 points. So five is five points, six days is six points, right? And then if they get seven, we're going to bonus them and give them 10 points. So 10 times five is 50. So now they go to their legend and they just go, whoa, I want to spend this. And if they banked it, you'd have to add more to it all the way to hundred points. And this is, this is the issue when a kid's in bed and they have fears, it's super scary. And so there's nothing to fight for. Why am I staying in bed? I'm scary. I can go to my mom and dad who's super warm. And so the thing you want to fight is don't let your kids climb in bed and sleep with you. And the only reason is because it's so warming that that's one thing that kids can't break. I know college kids who still come home and sleep with their parents when they're scared. Uh, and you can say, yeah, that's great. I'm going to be that kind of mom. That's okay. It's good. There's absolutely nothing wrong with it except kids have a hard time adjusting in college then because they can't cuddle their mom on a nightmare. So what we're really trying to do is we're trying to get a kid to self soothe, but they can come out and seek nurturance when they need it. So nurture them up and then we send them out again. We nurture them up and then we send them out again. And then so, so they're in bed, let's say a third time. And they're like, I, I really don't want to go see mom again. I don't want to get dad mad. Uh, I really want my point. And as, and as soon as they start to save and they start to spend points, uh, we basically teach them there's an incentive for saving and there's a multiplier if they get all, all days. Is this making sense? Yeah. Yeah. And I think the biggest thing, and you would probably vouch for this too, is like not getting caught up on the exact system you just said, but figure out something to incentivize. Correct. So we don't do like the one day equals five points, um, but they can earn a point if they do certain things. Yes. And so then we do five points equals five dollars yeah same thing they can bank it yep. and get 30 40 and there's been times i mean that's how stella gets her nails done people are like why would you you'd spend that money on your daughter's nails no i didn't yeah but she, she banked her it. 45 points yeah which then she went and got her she chose to get her nails done so you're doing yes. twofold one you're incentivizing number two you're teaching her like you said yeah. to save so i think if you're listening to this don't try to get caught up on how wait how many days and how do you bank come up with that on your own i mean one night yeah. is one point one point's ten dollars or a dollar or fifty yes. cents. I mean, or like you said, it's um, uh, playing baseball or we play family kickball or yes. we go on a bike ride. I mean, you can do whatever you want. It's not about. Yeah. It's not necessarily about the exact system you said, but that's yeah. what you did. Yeah. Um, that yeah. was after I got out of out of the house. Actually. Yeah, you never had trouble sleeping, really. Yeah, you know why? Because I got beat a couple times getting out of bed. <laughs> 
I'm not going to say is uh, the incentive ripped you up. There's no uh, incentive. It was, uh, do you want to be, do you want to get a spanking or do you want to stay sleep in your bed? So, yeah, you, you grew up close to me, <laughs> close to how I grew up. My, def my default dad parenting wasn't, wasn't corrected. Other kids get rewards. I don't care. So you, you grew up kind of like I did. So I was like, Hey, if you, you can sleep with us, but you're not gonna be able to ride your bike or go outside all day. Right. And you'd be like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> What's an allowance. Okay. So, so any last thoughts? No, and I do want to say this, like, um, you know, I, you can look on, you can just Google it and just type in real quick, uh, you know, reward system for sleep, right? And you, there's a thousand of them. And the question people ask me the most is which one's the best one? And the honest answer is the one that your family can stick to. Anybody can start a plan. Everybody will quit the plan. So you have to look at them and be like, I don't think that'll work for us. Hey, that'll work for two of my kids. I don't think that'll work for my third one. So you just have to keep looking, keep searching, keep looking, keep searching, or look at one and download it and then just make a couple of changes to it and piggyback it. Like, so your kids get one point and the multiplier is one point turns into $5, right? In this scenario, one point turns into five points, right? And then you just go from there because it's a token economy system. Uh, that's another word you can use token economy system for sleep or a reward system for sleep. As long as you start it and stick with it, that's great. One last point on this though. Anytime you start a behavioral program for anybody, and all you have to do is ask yourself when your boss comes in and says, hey, corporate change this up on us, everyone's griping. It takes 14 days just to get the complainers settled. Once the complainers settle, even the mental complainers, like this is stupid, this is dumb, then it starts to kind of click. So you can't start a program and quit it until you get 30 days in. Because the first two weeks, they did it half-brained. Like they're just zombies fighting it. And then now the second two weeks, they try to figure out the plan and they start to climb. So you have to give a plan 30 days. Okay. Yeah. No, I like that. I think, it, I think it comes down to, for me and Alicia, it was, what can we remember? Yes. You know, I didn't want to have like, Perfect. well, if you lose a baby and you got a stuffed animal, like there's 19, it was a super simple system. Yes. And we don't do, um, we don't do a sleep one. They just get rewarded or lose points for sleep. We have an overall point schedule okay. um, yep. chart. That's for everything. But sleep's like, included in the plan. Correct. Yep. Gymnastics. I mean, um, we went fishing and they, uh, Pastor Bill Yanny caught a fish. Mm -hmm. I didn't catch any. He caught three. Um, and so the girls were brave and touched the fish. Yeah. So we gave them a point for that. So it's like all inclusive, but sleep is a part of that one. Yeah. The biggest thing I, from today is that I struggle with that we got to really work on is not riling them up before bedtime. Mm -hmm. And then the screens, because we do that to chill. Because every most of like all night long, they don't do screens. And we're running and screaming and yelling. And then we shower, do the nighttime. And then the last 30 minutes, we watch something on Netflix as a family, which yeah. is calm and chill on the couch. So we just got to switch that to something else that's yeah. calm and chill and, on the couch. And an older kid, like Valencia is in middle school. So <laughs> the older kids, they can listen. To, she listens to music before bed. Yeah, um, so yeah she's kind of, yeah, so that's kind of a worship thing. But other than that, we, we, hit, also can read. we hit some routines, you know, with three kids and two Obviously, just two of us. I take the two older, and Milana actually goes up, and we all put Stella and Eli or me, Milana, put Stella and Eliza to bed. Then Milana comes down, and Alicia puts her to bed. So yeah. we got the structure down, just the little bits of it. We don't do the lights, and we don't do screen time. Okay. So we got to implement both those. But and, it, and um, you know, I, I think the biggest issue is we 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 pressure kids to go to bed yeah. and they go to bed anxious yeah. and they go to bed feeling like they're well, saying. it's always stressful. And they go to bed. Yeah. It's super stressful. You didn't do this. And why didn't you do this? And no. And, and all you have to do, if you're a, just speaking to the dads, like if you're a dad, all you have to do is just remember, am, am I, am I programming my job, my, my child, am I programming my child to hate sleep, to go to bed mad, 
to believe she's not worthy? Like, what am I doing right now? And really just focus on that because I promise you, if I'm going to get tearful about my kids and just realize like, man, life goes by so fast. Like, uh, you know, Stacey and I've been married 33 years coming on 34 in a month. Um, it, it'll make me cry. If I think about like all the time putting kids to bed, it'll, it'll get really, you get really sad. So I, I just try to tap into that. Like, you mean that it's gone and you can't do that. It's anymore. gone. Like it's, you know, and, and so like, if you go to bed mad and then like you're in bed thinking, man, is she get you know, I, if I get up and leave the office before I don't get to see her, I don't get to pray with her. So like her last thing we met tonight was that it's not worth it. And before long, even when kids are older, if you try to hug them, they'll make you, you know, especially if it's like dad with a daughter, it kind of gets awkward sometimes. So you have to be careful because those moments are going to be gone and they crave that attention for only a short window of time. And then they replace the attention with parents with the attention to peers. Like, what do my peers think? Yep. You know, I want to be like dad. And then it's like no longer cool. Yep. Right. And so I want my, my big thing is for dads, like, I, you know, if you don't connect with your kids all day, make sure you connect for the last 15 minutes, 30 minutes in the last hour. And think about this. If you connect with your kids, you know, an hour a day for bedtime, that's a lot of time over the years. It's, it's really sad to think about. But the average parent only connects with their kid like 33 minutes a day. That's, that's terrible. Tough. Yeah, that's tough. Right. And then now if you just get mad and you fight at bedtime, right? So well, anyways, as a parent, it's the it's the last thing you do. So yeah. you're you're already exhausted. Right. You've already probably been fighting over dinner and vegetables and homework and getting ready. It's like it's just one other thing that they're not wanting to do. And I find myself doing the same thing. And then, you know, you get mad and you get down and then that guilt sets in. You're like, yeah. oh man, there's gonna be a day where she's going to want another kiss or another hug or you didn't yeah. tuck me in right. Or, you yeah. know, can you get, tell me, sing me one more song? And I'm like, no, we just sang four. Yes. You know, it's like, what's one more song in the big scheme of things. Yeah. So there's going to be a day where you're going to want them to sing one more song and, and it's just not going to be possible. So yeah. That's and, good. and as we, as we approach father's day, like one quick question, <clears throat> just ask a question to yourself right now and just ask, does my child request me for bedtime? And if the answer is no, you already have your answer, right? If the answer is yes, then I would say keep pressing in because you, you just yep. go deeper. Sweet. All right. Okay. Well, hey, hopefully you'll tune in uh, to the, not next week, but the week after that, part three of Leap, which is, I don't even Screen know the third time. one. Screen time. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I probably read it and then blocked it out of my head on purpose. I can't do, I can't do, we, we struggle with screen time. Yeah. So especially right. around bedtime, but. Okay, well, hey, on this podcast, we teach you to renew your perspective, move towards uncertainty, and find what's awesome about that in every situation. Yes. And never forget it. There's two times to be great when you feel like it and when you don't. So love y'all. Peace out. Peace. Peace.